Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of One Dope Jesus Girl. This is your first time listening, welcome. If you're a returning listener, thank you for coming back. I could not let the month of April end without doing at least one episode. Not going to give y'all no excuses, no rundown. I'm here. Charge it to my head, not my heart. So, um, I was just really thinking and just reflecting on you know times where i've fallen short and i would you know just really ponder on those things and just feel guilty and all this condemnation and then i realized like we don't have to stay in those type of situations because we have a heavenly father that loves us so much that he sent his one and only begotten son to die on the cross for our sins we are forgiven and that's what I want to talk about today. Um, we need to just stop punishing ourselves when we mess up and, and realize that we can go back to the Father. Um, Psalms 103 and 12 says, He has removed our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. Now, we know that the east will never meet the west, so there's no need for us to wallow in our past sins. You know, God forgives and he forgets and he separates our sins from us. Now, it's easy to receive God's forgiveness, but, you know, sometimes we try to hide our face from God and we don't even go to him in prayer and ask for forgiveness. There's no need to try to hide from God. He He already knows. He knows your sins. He's just waiting on you to come and confess so that you can receive his forgiveness. Um, Psalms 32 and 5 says, finally, I conf- confess my all my sins to you and stop trying to hide my guilt. I, and I said to myself, I will confess my rebellion to the Lord and you forgave me and all my guilt is gone. Yeah, that's so good. That's the word of God, like literally telling us, you know, we don't have to sit in that guilt. You know, we come to God and he gives us this forgiveness freely. We don't have to explain. We don't have to, you know, make these promises saying, you you know, you're not going to do it again. Even though we know in our hearts, we don't want to do it again, but we just confessing and, and, and receiving that forgiveness. I just want to read the commentary in my Bible on that verse. It says, what is confession? To confess our sin is to agree with God, acknowledging that he is right to declare what we have done is sinful and that we are wrong to desire or to do it. It means affirming our intention of forsaking that sin in order to follow God more faithfully. So just conf- just confess it. I know, you know, there's some things that you know, you probably don't even want to come out your mouth that you've done, but you can't you can't get past it. You can't see receive God's forgiveness unless you confess it to him. And that's the first step of receiving God's forgiveness. And there are situations I know that has happened for me in the past. So where we do go to God and we confess our sins and he forgives us, but we're still dealing with the sin. And that's why this um, scripture, John 5, I'm sorry, not John, James 5 and 16 says, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The earnest prayer of a righteous person has great power and and produces wonderful results. We need to have these relationships with people who we know will pray with us and for us. You know, if we're struggling with God's forgiveness after confessing it to him, you know, once we tell another believer, they can give us assurance of God's forgiveness and give us the support that we need when we're struggling with a certain sin. We know that it's important for us to have the the word of God rooted in us when we're having 
these struggles and even we have those thoughts of guilt and condemnation um just like Romans 8 and 1 says so there is no condemnation for those who belong to christ jesus jesus came to offer us freedom from sin and to do his will so don't let those those troubling thoughts bother you to make you feel like you you still you know you're still feeling condemned or you're still feeling weakened by something that you've done. You have to confess it out your mouth that you are forgiven. That just like I said in the early scripture, God catches your sin uh, as far as the East is from the West. And we know that you're not condemned. Another way to deal with those condemning thoughts is just to focus on God's love. Romans 8 and 38 says, I am now convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. We have to know that God loves us and he doesn't want us sitting in the guilt of our own sins. We need to confess our sins to him and receive his forgiveness and and turn away from those sins. Let me also say that just because God forgives our sins and nothing can separate us from his love, that does not give us the right to continue sinning. Romans 6, 1 and 2 says, well then, should we keep on sinning so that God can show us more and more of his wonderful grace? Of course not. Since we have died to sin, how can we continue to live in it? And some commentary on that verse just says, If God loves to forgive, why not give him more to forgive? If forgiveness is guaranteed, do we have freedom to sin as much as we want? Paul's answer is, of course not. Such an attitude, deciding ahead of time to take advantage of God, shows that a person does not understand the seriousness of sin. God's forgiveness does not make sin less serious. His son's death for sin shows a dreadful seriousness of sin. Jesus paid with his life so that we could be forgiven. The availability of God's mercy must not become an excuse for careless living and moral blackness. So don't take advantage of God's uh, grace and mercy continuing in certain sins or doing the same sins over and over just because you know that God will forgive you. But the next time you're feeling guilt and condemnation, just know that God's forgiveness is there. And also, I just want to say that there is a difference between condemnation and conviction. Conviction is from the Holy Spirit. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit comes to live inside of us. So the Holy Spirit will convict us of sin and lead us to repentance versus condemnation that will try to keep us away from the face of God and wanting to go to him and confess our sins and receive his forgiveness. Uh, John 16 and 8 says, when he comes, he will convict the world of its sins and of God's righteousness and of coming judgment. And he in that scripture is talking about Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit comes to convict sin. So don't feel bad about conviction. You want conviction in you. You never want to get to a place where you're just sinning and you have no remorse and you don't feel bad about it. But don't let condemnation sit inside of you that keeps you from going, approaching the throne of grace for forgiveness. And just having those people around you that can help you in those times where you just need to uh, talk about it with another believer and, and receive prayer. And just knowing that nothing can separate you from the love of God. And that's it, guys. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, I love you guys. I pray that you all are staying safe. And I will talk to you on the next episode.